But that apologize is going to take a man who have no pride to hold him back. Mm. Regardless of who's wrong, the strong man steps forward. Mm -hmm. And he makes that statement, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Welcome to The Healing Touch with Bishop Ronald F. Kimball, presiding bishop of the Life Center Churches. You can find out more about Bishop Kimball and Life Center Church at www.thelifecenter.org. Now, here's Bishop Kimball with today's message. Well, good morning, everyone. God's blessings be upon each and every last one of you. Today we have a very important segment of Acts chapter 15 that we're going to deal with, and it's very important to me because of the sensitivity of it, because of the humanity of it, where you could see life lived out as it really is. And I thank God that he doesn't put the things in the Bible about people that's unreal. He doesn't portray even his own prophets and the own, his own leaders in the scripture. He lets life be shown as it really is because this is the way we live life. And this is what makes the Bible so unique to me. God puts reality right before your face. It is what it is, and we must believe what God say. And we're going to talk about that today. And I like this format. I really do, because it really helps in studying and understanding. And I know for the longest we've come to Sunday morning services just to hear a sermon, the preacher preach, and he use such dramatics with it. And he just, it's just a wonderful experience. But how long does it stay in you? How long does it last? But when we look at scripture the way it is, take it for what it is, that has a tendency to stay with us. And I thank God for you, brother. I really do. I see it all the time. Yes, Good, sir, morning. Good morning. Good morning. For the you, third sir. time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we come to a place in the scripture where I had to stop. You know, it wasn't too long ago, a few weeks, a month or so, I told you I was praying about my relationships. That's very important to me. When you have friends that you were connected with and then you don't have those friends anymore, and I'm wondering why did God allow those people to come into my life? Mm -hmm. Only too long for the friendship, you know, the relationship and they're not there. So I've been reaching out to as many of them as I possibly could because the more I read the scripture, the more I'm beginning to understand it. At the place where God had me now, it means so much to me. It really does. But today, overseer, we're looking at the latter part of chapter 15, mm -hmm. and I'm going to read these few verses from verse 36. Mm -hmm. at, this is the start of the second missionary journey. Yes. Uh, the first missionary journey ended. They had to go to Jerusalem to get some orders from the council there at the church, and they came back. The council had to meet on circumcision. Mm -hmm. What do the Gentiles need to do to be saved? That's right. And the um, order was given by James mm -hmm. right there in the, in the scripture. We're not going to go over that, but we get to verse 36. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says, after some days, that's where they had stayed in Jerusalem for a while. And Paul said to Barnabas, let us return and visit the brethren every city in which we proclaimed the word of the Lord and see how they are. Uh, let's go back and revisit the places that we, we've gone to. 
Barnabas wanted to take John, called Mark, along with them also, which was his cousin. Yes. But Paul kept insisting that they should not take him along who had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. And there occurred such a sharp disagreement mm -hmm. that they separated from one another. Mm -hmm. And Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. That's where Barnabas was from. But Paul chose Silas and left being committed by the brethren to the grace of the Lord. And he was traveling through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Yes. yes. Now, where do we start with this? You know, you stated before we start with this, I want to piggyback on something you just mentioned, Bishop, about personal relationships, yeah. our humanity. Yeah. When we really let the rubber hit the road, so to speak, sometimes we decide to leave relationships and sometimes people decide to leave the relationships that they have with us, not realizing what that leaving does to the other person. Mm especially when it comes to our fellowship in the body of Christ and mm -hmm. even with marriages, when there's a divorce, a separation, it creates what I would believe is a domino effect. When we look at what happened here with Barnabas and Saul and Paul, that was a very close and strong relationship. Very close. It was really kind of surprising to me that after having such a close relationship, a little situation like this would cause it to Separate. Separate. Mm -hmm. Barnabas wanted to take John Mark. Paul didn't want to take him because of what he did. And this sharp disagreement is really translated furious anger. It was a strong argument going on there. Mm -hmm. it, these were not just guys lightly talking. Mm -hmm. A sharp contention. Yes. And I wrote down a few things that I think is important for all relationships. In this relationships, neither one of them wanted to give in. That's right. Paul held to right. his end of it. Barnabas held to his end of it. Both are spirit-filled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> spirit-filled. Both were used by God or being used by God in a supernatural way. Yes. We're not talking about rookies here. That's right. We're talking mm -hmm. about men who were filled with the Spirit, men whose hand God was using, and the words of Paul spoke blindness on the proconsul. Yes. We, we're not talking about baby Christians That's here. Right. That's we're right. talking about men. Mm -hmm. who was in God in a very known way, a knowledgeable way. Mm -hmm. But this situation didn't mean anything as far as that was concerned. That's right. Now, that's, that mm -hmm. troubles me. Yes, yes. That even God exposed it, put it right in the light for us to read it. Yes. And yes. understand it. Mm -hmm. In Acts 4.36, John Mark was called Joseph. He was a Levite from Cyprus, but his name, his name was a Barnabas because that's the name the apostles gave him because of the spirit he had, yes. the son of consolation. He was an encourager. Now, how did all this happen with all of this anointing and all that God was doing in Acts 9? He was the one that took Paul 
to the apostles and told them about Damascus Road. I mean, this was a close relationship. And I can understand even in some marital relationships Mm -hmm. how one wants to separate and one doesn't want to separate. Mm -hmm. That's very painful. Yes. That's emotionally, mentally, and psychologically, it's painful. Mm -hmm. It, it, It hurts. And it is one thing to know somebody for a little while and the relationship doesn't last, Mm -hmm. but it's one thing to be connected by the spirit with someone and then the devil come in and try to break the relationship. And that was my concern right there. I read that and God opened the book and let us see into these men's lives. Mm -hmm. How could that happen? How could Peter himself, speaking of how God uses men, Mm -hmm. Peter himself preached so forcefully on the day of Pentecost. Thousands of people came. Peter was a force to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. But then you read later on that he got caught up with not wanting to sit with the Gentiles. In Galatians, Paul wrote and said, I confronted them to his face. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes misunderstand the feeling of the Holy Spirit. We think that it's just something that just takes us over and we Mm -hmm. have no control. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. That's not Mm -hmm. true at all. Mm -hmm. And here it is again, two spirit-filled men working with God, known to have the power of God, the wisdom of God, and they can't seem to put that in the forefront of what's going on. Yes. Now, that's the big mistake. Yes. Yes. We can't seem to put God first. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you're going to have problems mm-hmm. after the fact. And it's like you alluded to at the beginning. This is a display of these two men of God, humanity. They're they're humans. The same way with many of us today, we operate and we make decisions because we have a will. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going (laughs) to leave this relationship because I've decided, Uh it's the cliche or the term we would say, I've decided I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make a decision Mm -hmm. that's going to bring about a separation. Mm -hmm. Not really concerning Mm -hmm. with how that leads the other person. I've concluded in just reading this, Bishop, that Concerning the things of God and just in relationships in general, the closer the relationship, the greater the opposition. But we have to be mindful that that opposition isn't always the devil. Sometimes Mm. it starts right within (laughs) us. Yes. I wrote down some essential words of a relationship doing some reading this week. And they say five essential words for a healthy relationship. Okay. I apologize and you are right. Is that one or two? (laughs) Five words. I apologize. Yes. You are right. I apologize. Now, that's the road to recovery. Yes. But that apologize is going to take a man who have no pride to hold him back, Mm -hmm. regardless of who's wrong, the strong man steps forward, Mm -hmm. and he makes that statement, I apologize. Mm -hmm. You are right. Wow. Second thing is, that's the first. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, people belong to God. Yes. And mm-hmm. he loans them to us. That's good. That's, that's, that's God's woman you married. Amen. She belonged to God. Amen. And she's only going to be, and my wife as well, and anybody's wife, mm-hmm. we're only going to be together for a time. Yes, yes. 
And we should make the best of that mm -hmm. time together so that God can be pleased. Amen. Amen. You, you know, I'm, I'm alone here. My days mm -hmm. are numbered. Every man's days mm -hmm. are numbered. Mm -hmm. And we should understand that the person that you are in disagreement with, mm -hmm. uh, out of order with, belongs to God. That's a fact. And we shouldn't use them as they belong to us. They yeah. don't belong to us. Mm -hmm. I wish they did, but they don't. They belong to God. The third thing, if you woke up this morning, you still have a chance to get it right. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a decision you're going to have to make. If you woke up, if you hear my voice, there's a chance you can get it right. You can make it right. That's Today. Good. Mm -hmm. I just paused right there for a little while because some <laughs> thinking about do I want to do this today or tomorrow? Or next week. <laughs> next week. Oh, I don't care what you say. I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing here. Mm -hmm. Everyone seems to be a normal person mm -hmm. until you get to know them. That's when things start changing. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's all right. And one of the, what I would call one of the most detrimental forces it is in a church mm -hmm is lack of positive people-building relationships. Good choirs, good ministries, good people, but out of relationship. And that's what God wants. That's what God wants. It's all right when you, you first meet somebody, they're a good person, oh, I like it. But the more you're with them, they begin to feel free and mm -hmm. they start letting you see the side of them that maybe I don't like this guy after all. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is what we do, you yeah. know. It, it doesn't take too long for you to make a decision about a person once you find out who they really are. And if I can just piggyback yes, just sir. a moment, Bishop, on that point, in our church, in our congregations, what you just described is, I heard one word, healing. Mm. These people are in need of healing because they've been in previous relationships. Mm. It hurt them. It didn't work out right. Mm. And now they come into the church unhealed, those mm -hmm. hurts never addressed, mm -hmm. never being delivered and healed from those hurts. Mm -hmm. And so they carry them around and they never are able to enter into healthy relationships, relationships again. Yeah, but we're gonna deal with this just a little bit. Mm -hmm. It is possible. Yes, it is. To yes, have is. a relationship, regardless of how the person acts. Mm -hmm. But the focus must be on how God stayed with us. Yeah, wow. How did he stay with us? Why would Jesus love us? Well, he saw the very core of our being in the worst situations possible, and he never left us. Yes. Now, that's the relationship Jesus had with us, and he wants us to have that with One other people. Another. He said, mm -hmm. I will never leave you, mm -hmm. nor forsake you. Yes. I am with you always. Mm -hmm. Now, if we say we follow Jesus, mm -hmm. what could someone do to make me leave him? Well, on human terms, not much. Yes. <laughs> the Bible tells us about life as it really is. That's what I like about it. Yes. God exposes everything as it really is. See, it is in the Bible that I learned that God uses human failures and weaknesses to show his love and his mercy. Amen. He's, he's not exposing human weaknesses so we can mock people or hate people. Mm -hmm. He wants to show us how loving and kind That's right. that he is. Mm -hmm. Look at all the men and women God used in the scripture. Mm -hmm. None of them had it well put together, as we would say. Mm -hmm. None of them were so in love with each other till they didn't leave. Uh, you go right down the line in the scripture, you will see God's loving kindness is what got people through. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. If you'd like this message in its entirety, contact us by phone at 407-628-3229, extension 114, or visit our online store at www.thelifecenter.org. Thank you.